Anthony Fox News. Jimmy Fallon inviting you to join me on Fox Across America weekdays at 10 a.m. on News Talk 930 KROE. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Tax planning is not just tax preparation. With the changes due to tax reform over the last few years, you need a tax planner to ensure you are getting the most value for your business. We offer advisory services customized to your needs to help maintain financial viability while achieving future goals. Come see us today. Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Electric Open Line. I'm Steve Sisson uh, with Aaron Linden and uh, Trevor Jackson in the box. Um, uh, Floyd is stuck in Buffalo. <laughs> uh, very convenient. Yeah, right. Exactly. The roads are open now, Floyd. Come on. Yeah, you could hurry. <laughs> I'm sure they're great to hurry on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I would uh, say they are open, but uh, only travel them right now if you really need to. Uh, might want to give a little little time to. I always love that though. No unnecessary, <laughs> right? Who determines that besides you? I, I you just go. It's, oh, yeah. it's necessary that I. Yeah, it, it's your. It's up to you entirely of uh, what's necessary and what's not. Freedom of dumb choices. <laughs> right. Our poll question, uh, sponsored by First Northern Bank of Wyoming, this week was: Would you run for local government? And I can't say I was uh, very surprised at the results. No. Uh, we had the, the yes, no, undecided. And uh, the no's were 70%, <laughs> which that may be one of the highest margins we've had in a long time. Right. Uh, 23% yes and 7% undecided. Uh, we should mention that Madison is out for a meeting, but in her place on the uh, the live stream, <laughs> we have Aaron Linden's water bottle, which I see at the very bottom of it there, it says council member. It should so- say former <laughs> council member. <laughs> right. The, the new folks took over the beginning of January. So, you know, I answered this poll question. There was yes, no, undecided. Mm-hmm. I would have answered hell no. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we didn't provide that option. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, it's, it's interesting. So as somebody that did run for local government, got mm-hmm. elected to local government, it is, and I ran into, I won't say who, but a, a new council person just came on in January and he looked at me and he goes, oh my gosh, you were right. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm like, right. It's it's a lot. And that's, I think, you know, I mean, the whatever, 70% that said no, I kind of get why. I mean, one, you're putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and especially in this day and age, you know, get canceled or people, oh, well, did you hear what he said? Right. And it it's challenging for a lot of folks. And to realize that and be like, I don't really want that for myself. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I mean, it's crazy. You know, people see, oh, well, you got a council meeting every Monday and they're hour for a study session, two, three, four (laughs) hours for an actual meeting, dependent upon what's going on, if it's budget, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But along with that, there's meetings outside the meetings. Oh, yeah. There's also boards, SAWS, Rec District, Housing Land Mm -hmm. Trust. You know, I, I sat on, what, five or six other boards along with my council position because there has to be a council appointed liaison on these things. Oh yeah. And you could literally fill up an entire week <laughs> of meetings if you wanted to. And I suppose there's homework in addition to all that, oh, right? Tons. Yeah. The yeah. the actual packet comes out on Thursday by about noon. And if you're doing your due diligence, which I love that term. <laughs> so, yeah. It's an overused term. I isn't did it? my due yeah. diligence. Did you? Um <laughs> But really, if you sit down and do the job, that packet can take hours upon hours. And then dependent upon what's in there, you may go, well, I need to contact, you know, public works Mm. to find out more on this. Right. Because it's not just reading stuff. It's studying. It's studying. And it's it's a lot of times going out independently and seeing what other communities are doing. Mm. So there's a there's a ton to it. And for somebody that has that time, maybe retired, maybe whatever. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you can, it, it's a full-time job, but it doesn't pay <laughs> right. like a full-time job. You know, yeah, we got it yeah. increased from the last uh, council that was in was $500 a month. And now we got it increased to 1000 But really, it works out to cents on the hour of sure, time yeah. invested. But yeah, it, yeah. you do it, you hopefully do it. Because you want to represent the constituents. You want to represent right. the people that voted you in. You don't do it for other reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe the, uh, you know, that's one of the arguments against having it pay a whole lot because that changes the motivation for doing that job. Right. And you hope that people get in there for good reasons and not just to make money. Ho- hopefully. But then the adverse to that is they go, well, it's all the rich people. <laughs> well, well, yeah. And that's the other okay. side of it. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it, it... and it's older people. Older, because, because when you're people. in your 20s and 30s, you don't have time to do that kind of stuff. You don't have time to do that kind of stuff. And and honestly, it's nice to have some younger folks on there. But you also kind of don't have necessarily that the, adulting experience. Right. The, the, the experience that comes with time. Exactly. Wisdom, yeah. Instead of knee-jerk reactions, really <laughs> sitting back and going, well, let's assess this situation. Yeah. So I think you know a lot of people that complain about there, there not being enough young blood in there. Uh, I think it's just because they feel underrepresented, maybe. Sure. Um, so how do you fix that? You know, it, <clears throat> it's interesting because we had, in my time there, Jacob Martin mm-hmm. was on, and now you still have Kristen Jennings and Sean Day. Mm-hmm. Younger, not young, young. Yeah, but younger, but younger than younger. average. Yeah. And they brought a lot of interesting other... It, well, it's like when we have Madison here. Mm-hmm. Brings a different mindset to the table of... Well, what does that look like f- yeah. for you? What does that look like for my generation? And that's that's helpful. Yeah, increased perspective at least. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we welcome your phone call six seven four 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 three. Yes, go ahead, <laughs> Trevor. What what uh, what would you do? BS. <laughs> Not that hard. Yeah. Not that hard. You do think- I have water? <laughs> do I have lights? <laughs> Are my streets plowed? 
Honestly, have, well, those are the hot the button issues. Yeah. I think it's taken way too seriously, and we got to think through everything. What's changed in city politics and what you got to do for the citizens of Sheridan in the last 50 years? Honestly, and I Nothing. used to tell people that all the time. Mm-hmm. Roads? Your garbage hey, gets hauled exactly. away. Your my my mama, flushes. you know what my mama wants? <laughs> my toilet flushes. I got water. I got hot water. I got lights on. You're plowing my street. You're picking up my garbage. Yes, I'm going to pay my part, my taxes, with my sewer and water rates. Those and are otherwise, fees, not taxes. kiss my butt and leave me alone. <laughs> and make sure my neighbors don't let the weeds grow too high. So it, can we expect a Trevor Jackson for city council no, because, campaign no, sign? No, no, because there's no way because... <laughs> Because it's thought, the people on the council, with all due respect, you think way too much Mm. about what you're doing. Well, you wouldn't be a thinker, so you'd be a doer. Just go do it. Yeah. Look, department heads do their job. Yeah. Stu McRae, do your job. I'm on the city council. Just let me know when I need to be there, and we're going to cross those T's and dot those I's, and it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) And for all the people out there that are so dumb, I get so tired of hearing this from idiots, because they are. Well, they're lining their pockets. Oh, yeah. You know, no one's lining their pockets with your tax money, you idiot. Yeah, it's that, impossible. That used to be one of my favorites. I'm, it's impossible to line your pockets with tax money. I'm still waiting. Unless maybe, <laughs> you know, so I just think we, it's, it. to me, I'm sorry. Maybe if I simplified it too much, the way I think about it, to me, it's not a hard job. It's easy. Distill it down. And I'm yeah. out. <laughs> I think I think you're the perfect guy for the job. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you've already got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write him in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was one of my big things. Was I'm I'm always like because you would hear that it's like oh guys line your pocket. I'm like, right. Yes. I've never gotten an envelope full of cash <laughs> at a drop dead drop site or yeah. even handed to me. I didn't even take anything for a campaign. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I. I agree. I, I think that that's always interesting. Like, oh, they're routing that ARPA money. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, there's no constraints on that at all. There, there's pretty good accountability when it comes to that stuff. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, especially locally. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think when you get up to the federal level, there's a lot of stuff that gets oh, moved yeah. around that nobody knows anything about it. Well, and the but, lobbyists. You know, you don't have lobbyists showing up <laughs> right? to no. City Hall <laughs> going, well, we really want to talk to you about... Yeah. You know, yeah. Pfizer. Oh, okay. You it's know, a it, very different game locally than on the federal level. Oh, I can't very even imagine. Different. Yeah. Even on a state level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Cheyenne is full mm-hmm. of lobbyists. True. Yeah. And, you know, you look at the federal level, I mean, they're making $174,000 a year. They're in office for four years and they come out and they're millionaires, right. multimillionaires. Yeah. And they have all the book deals and all the speaking engagements right. and all and the other like, stuff that no, tons of money comes into n- that. Right. That didn't just happen on their salary. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. 674-4443-672-5763 if you have an opinion on uh, this uh, topic today. And, uh, you know, I thought about it, um, but I'm kind of in this position where where we're saying it's not the right time for me. Right. I just don't have the time and the energy to devote to that that I would need to do to do the job well. Right, right. And it is, I mean, there is... Whatever Trevor says, but it is there's a lot of time because you're expected to be at things. <laughs> He's speaking uh, with motions now. <laughs> it's a good j- thing I got my back to yeah, him, yeah, it's and a, he's it's not a, on camera. It's a very good thing, yeah. <laughs> but the bigger kind of side of this is it doesn't just – it's not just this, would you run for local government. It's, it's any kind of almost voluntary mm-hmm. thing. We're yeah. seeing volunteerism go way down. Volunteer fire departments, yes. almost non-existent. I mean, there used to be 
Gary Harnish, the chief, had some remarkable number. It used to be like there were 800 and some thousand people in the U.S. that were on the volunteer fire squad. Mm -hmm. That's like a quarter of a million or something now. Yeah. And even we used to, when we would test for the fire department, you'd have 100 people show up, 80 Mm. people show up. Now you get lists of 20. Wow. And that's a paid position. But Um, it's just there's, I don't know if it's a generational thing where they just go, eh, that's not for me. Or, yeah, what is it? Do you think it is that, or do you think it's because the younger generation has other priorities as far as, like, you know, working and things like that? Uh, cost of living is different, well, maybe? and that's the thing is a lot of my experience in trying to hire folks or whatever is they're more about it's not even the pay necessarily. It's the time off, yeah, the balance. I've noticed that. What's I, big. It's too bad Madison's not here because we could get her opinion on this. Right. But, uh, I think it does seem from what I've, done, what I've read that – the younger generations right now are more concerned about like experiences other than like possessions. Right. And uh, so experiences, that's time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And something like that. And that's the other side of a local government position is you're tied to it. Mm -hmm. You're here every Monday. So long weekend vacations. I mean, you can take them, but really you should be here. I think we may be getting a phone call, but Trevor's uh, in the, uh, talking to another former councilman in the uh, <laughs> studio there right now. Oh, man. <laughs> From the Wayback Machine. Right. But I do see the light blinking, so uh, <laughs> if uh, <laughs> Trevor's going to take care of that real quick. Um, uh, good morning. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? It sounds like Floyd. Uh, it is Floyd. Calling from the road, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, on, you're on your way, right? <laughs> they, you, you would be assuming incorrectly. <laughs> He's a wiser man than we gave him credit for. Wow. Yeah. Well, now, uh, one thing I wanted to say, you know, we're talking about running for local government and volunteers. Um, there's a lot of different challenges that the younger generation has got to face now that the older ones didn't. And when I say that, I need, if I'm part of this younger generation, I've now got to devote my time to making more money than past generations. You know, I know a lot of people would disagree with me on this, but some of the down payments for the houses in Sheridan, you know, back in the day, you couldn't buy a an ice cream with it mm. nowadays. Mm. So it's a different world. And we've got to realize that this is going to be like a, a rock thrown in a lake. We're going to see ripple effects of this all across the board. Yeah. Uh, and, and volunteerism and volunteering for these organizations also gave – a sense of belonging, a sense of community, something that now I can seek online. Right. Mm. I don't need to go to an organization. I don't even need to leave my house to belong to an organization. I just go online, and those people have more in common with me than maybe people in my own physical community. Yeah, that's a good so point. again, yeah. something else that completely uh, has just kind of washed through, not just volunteer organizations, but 
organizations in general. If we look at situations like the VFW, the American Legion, less and less veterans. Yeah. Yes. Less and less soldiers, less and less individuals are joining those, and they can't figure out why. It's because I don't have to drive a couple miles into town to sit around with a bunch of people who I identify with. Now I just go online. I talk to my online community. You can do anything online now. So that is going to remove that from the physical world, especially when you identify with those people more than the ones in your own community. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we got to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. What, yeah. Now, the poll question, would I run for local government? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> You know, I'm still on but, defense. I think I think probably later in life I would seriously consider it. Uh, right now, yeah, it's been in the back of my mind, but I just Steve, no. you'll be way too grumpy by then. <laughs> well, I could use that. I could use to be a little grumpier, probably. But but then well, we were talking we, about that off offline about you know you see the president go in and he's like young <laughs> and happy and four years later he's like seventy and hunched over yeah. and like his hair is gray. And just and, mad at the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and there is the idea that, you know, this is going to age you, this is going to make you ornery, and, well, look at a different perspective. There's a lot of people who go to these meetings who want to do nothing more than complain. That's it. They're not going to go to these meetings. They're, it, it, too many people are not going to take time out of their day to walk up to a city councilman or go to a city council and say, Hey, I just want to let you guys know you're doing a bang up job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many times have you heard That's, that? Uh, a few, yeah. you know, once, out on the street yeah. or whatever. But no, yeah, you're yeah. you're correct. It's it's the crabbing yeah. that most people want. Yeah, I'm and, and, and I'm I, not motivated enough to do that. Well, no one is. I don't mind if people show up and have a complaint. Mm-hmm. Bring a solution. That's the issue. You can't just walk in and be like, well, the roads and this and that, and what are you going to do when I'm out of here? Yeah. Okay. What What are your thoughts on it? You know? But it, it, it is just interesting that you can find all of the, those communities online. You can do all that. But then what does that make local government? Hmm. Old crabby people? I, I don't know. Hmm. You know, how do you, how do you draw that younger crowd into it? And I think that there's always kind of that you know, fringe group that they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Right. But yeah. How do you make that more appealing? Well, and at the same time, we've got to realize that these, this younger generation is much more involved in politics than, than we were at their age. That's true. Yes. I don't know. Much more. (laughs) (laughs) Not Yeah. They were typical then. It's not going to happen overnight. But the younger generation is moving into a place where I think they will take on certain situations. And like you said before, Aaron, you know, we had we we've had city council members who were on the younger side who stood up and said, you know what, I am doing this, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 they are and they have and they're doing a great job sitting up there doing exactly what they want to do. Being involved, making decisions for the city, listening to the citizenship. I think we'll see more of that going into the future, not less. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, how's the, the junior council thing uh, worked out? You know, you get high school age kids and they sit in on those meetings. and Yeah. The So the, oh, I guess it's the 
poli sci and and you know student body government shows up for some of the meetings you know and then they're expected to kind of write papers on it and things like that so that i mean there's always those like i said that's kind of that fringe group where well, those are the ones that are interested in it anyway they're though. involved yeah. in it they're interested yeah. in it anyway and you're, you're always going to have those but how do you build that into outside that realm mm. having people that want to you know show up and and do the easy work, Trevor. <laughs> Not to to chime in. <laughs> Ding. Is Floyd still there? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm here. It's not about unicorns and jelly beans, my friends. <laughs> it's the real world. If you want to make a difference, don't run local level. Get involved in your state politics. Get involved in national politics where you can make a change. Look, I just want my street plowed. I want the electricity on. I want the water. It's pretty simple. Electricity's MDU, though, so... Just <laughs> pay your bill. You'll get your electricity. Right. I mean, that's their job. All right, Floyd, we have another call. So, I mean, we... Oh, oh, all right. I'll let... All right. Oh, oh wow. Bye, bye, bye. Floyd. <laughs> See ya. See, Trevor's a doer. He gets it done. Uh, let's go to the next call. Good morning. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Is that me? Yeah, it is. Say, <clears throat> that guy was pretty interesting. Uh, concerning polls... A while back, as I recall, there was a poll uh, to the public about do does the public want to see expansion in Sheridan, Wyoming? Yeah. And as I recall, the poll was in favor of no. Yes, that's correct. Yep. Okay, so taking those polls into account with the behavior of CETA and uh, is the city feeling some obligation as a governmental ag- agency to uh, approach the uh, to approach and to broach the uh, supply and demand situation and we've done nothing but uh, they've they've accommodated and encouraged and everything out of their way to bring more industry and more people to Sheridan which touches on the man's uh, fact that housing is stupid price here I got a couple more things here to comment on abortion uh, I'd like to see the people that are so in favor of abortion and in, indeed in rape the people responsible for rape are number one not held responsible number two um, put your energy in prevention rather than uh, abortion it's like building a house and burning it down I guess okay as far as refugees uh, Aliens, other people from other countries that come in here for a reason, and probably the likelihood is that they can't survive in the countries they're in. In those countries, uh, possibly they're run by firepower, being weapons, firearms in our country. Probably the only reason why we're still around is because we have the ability to defend ourselves. An old woman, 100 years old, is as tough as a, is a, is a strapping young guy at six foot and 250 if they both have a firearm. Okay, then the last thing I didn't get in edgewise for the year ended. We had a pretty good blitz of storm there, and uh, the frontline guys, the street and snow removal and uh, garbage and all that was uh, taken well care of by the city guys, and I really appreciate it. Kind of uh, past tense, but thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that does it. All right. Well, thank you very much for the call. Yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, plowing here is is second to none. In oh, this it's area. amazing. Yeah, 
we get a, the job done. And we, I mean, the plows are out when the snow is coming down and they're getting it taken care of before it builds up. The city, honestly, right now <clears throat> runs smoother than it has in a long time. The relationship between the city and the county is the best it's been in quite a while. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty well figured out. It's easy. Like Trevor said. See, he knows what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's, he's garnering votes by the moment. Yeah, I think uh, that that's part of the climate, too. You know, I mean, if if the local government has a reputation for being just an absolute, you know, hellhole, mm-hmm. that's going to dissuade people from trying to get into that as well. Chicago. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Well, it, it was it was interesting. You know, Minneapolis. So I grew up Minnesota. I went to school downtown in the Twin Cities. Uh, for college, and watching it burn. Mm-hmm. And I'm on city council at that point, and you got city council there going, yeah, what are, what are we going to do? Let them, <laughs> let them just do what they need to. I'm like, holy yeah. cow, I can't yeah. imagine in a bigger city like that being on that city council and dealing with that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, we're talking, you know, sewers and, and mm. whatever. They're burning cities to the ground. Right. So it's, yeah, and it's, if you're someone that wants to change things, and you're going to go in into that lion's den and try to do that anything, right? Yeah, that that uh... didn't take a lot of flack for it. <laughs> right. Trust me, when when I got on the fluoride ban, mm-hmm. wow, there were yeah. people from both sides coming out of the woodwork. You know, the fluoride thing is a pretty good example of how our local government works, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I think you get results. I mean, you, the election happened, and yep. the people that were elected to do a certain job got the job done. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, we there was talk about putting it on a special ballot and things like that, but the expense of doing that? Yeah. I mean, uh, so basically it was just that survey that was sent out in the water sewer uh, bill mm-hmm. monthly, and it was fairly overwhelming that people just didn't want it, so I actually went and flipped the switch myself. <laughs> How did that feel doing that? <laughs> really awesome. Because, again, you know, that should be a choice. You want it, mm-hmm. you can have it. You can get tablets for it, whatever, but you should, it shouldn't be foisted upon everybody. And most people agreed with that, that they're like, yeah, I don't want it mm-hmm. being injected in my water. Right. If I want it, I'll go get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm and not... I wish more things were actually like that. I mean, the, the way government should work is, uh, you know, the, the people have their voice and it's represented in the in the councils and stuff. And that seems to be what happened in this case. Right. We have another caller. Good morning. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. It's me again. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, Floyd. Who's me? Yeah. You still at <laughs> All home? All right. So... Are you still at home? <laughs> Now, now the idea, one thing that I wanted to make comment on is the last gentleman who called talked about how, you know, hey, the poll showed that uh, there's a majority of people who don't want Sheridan to grow. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's walk through that in our minds, shall we? Well, I want you to imagine a downtown Sheridan with boarded up windows a grocery store, local, that can barely get by, and zero workforce in town. Zero. Because a generation of individuals is about to start, well, they're already starting to retire. Now, where's the nurses? Where's the caretakers? Where's the individuals who are going to help them as they become seniors? They're gone. Because there's nothing to do in Sheridan. They're gone because there's no other work in Sheridan. They're not there because there's no activities in Sheridan. 
a town grows or it dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Well, and people, you know, I would run into people and they're like, well, I'm not really for progress. I'm like, so are you for regress? <laughs> yeah, because those are the only because two options. that's yeah. all that you have. Nothing either, ever stays the same. Right. Yeah. You're growing or you're dying, like Floyd said. I yeah. mean, yeah. It, you have to grow in order to survive. Right. Really. Yeah, I think the key is it has to be managed and there has to be it has to be well planned. Right. Uh, because you can have there, there are towns that were, you know, shared inside that have just exploded and tons of problems come along with that. Oh, of course. But if it's managed and well planned, I think that's the only path forward. Yeah. And not not just managed and well planned. There also has to be a diversification. I lived in an oil boom town for seven years mm-hmm. during a boom. I watched all kinds of restaurants come in. I watched buildings go up all over town. Hotels, get out of here. They popped up overnight. Mm-hmm. You want to know what that town's doing now? It's Boarding the, up windows and shutting things down. Yeah, it's on the Wyoming ghost town tour. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what's And now when you drive through that town, it looks like a dump. Everything's boarded up. Restaurants that were there when I was in college are gone. It's just, it's, it's not attractive. You have to diversify your economy. And that's only done through growth. <laughs> Weatherby. Yeah. And it has Other to be, companies yeah. who've moved in there. Yeah, it has to be self-sustaining. It can't rely on, like you like say, the oil boom. Right. Something like that is not going to last forever. We know it won't. Well, and it's... It- I understand where they're coming from. All right, they're getting up there in age. They don't like to see things change, and everything around them is changing. And I'm sorry to say this out loud, but that causes fear. Fear because I don't understand this crazy new generation. I don't understand why they want to call each other by different pronouns. I don't get it, and I don't want it around me. Get it away from me. Right. Well, and things well, have always changed. That's the way the world's moving. Yeah. You know, we're not riding horses to work mm-hmm. anymore. We're no. not, you know, things always change. It's whether you're willing to accept it or not. But going back to the housing price, interestingly enough, 21 years ago when I moved here, uh, I had a guy out in Mercer Island, Washington, and he would call me. He's like, what's real estate doing there? I'm like, it's crazy. Back then, it was kind of crazy, Mm. you know, because it was going up because it was during the Colbert methane. It was during. And he's like, well, what's the driving force? I said, people want to be here. Mm. So they figure out a way to be here because we don't have we're not dependent on coal, you know, oil, any of that stuff. Sheridan is unique in the fact that people just want to be here. Right. And they're going to find a way to do it. And with that supply and demand. Mm, sorry. Yeah, and the key is to keep to keep that atmosphere because it, depending on how it goes, people may not want to be here right anymore. So uh, yeah, you've got to keep that environment a positive environment, and and growth is part of that. Absolutely. And well, if you don't and have that, now let's look at the trickle down of all of that. Okay, so now you don't have a workforce, and you don't have a diverse economy. So let's look at what Sheridan did to get by during COVID. It's because their economy was diversified. Right. It's because they've actually grown to the point where they're not depending on one industry. They're not depending on one thing. So when that one thing is cut or that one thing goes down, someone's still out there plowing your street. 
your garbage is still getting picked up and you still have water being treated at the treatment center because the city can pay the people to do it. It's all linked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you remove one thing out of that, you need to be able to be buoyant in the river <laughs> or you'll drown. That's true. All right, we're going to take a quick break. The Jackson Electric Open Line continues after this. This is News Talk 930 KROE Sheridan. Renovation is not a remodeling company. They're a renovation company. They'll purchase your property, no matter the condition, and renovate it back to its former glory. They're a compassionate and caring company that is wanting to assist those with properties that the owners don't know what to do with or simply cannot do the work anymore. Find out more at yorenovation.com or find them on Facebook. Are you getting sticker shock with just about everything right now? We're here to help. This is David Cook with ERA Care Realty, inviting you to our guests and grocery giveaway on sharedandmedia.com. Enter daily now through February 2nd, and a winner by random draw will get a $200 gift card to Albertsons and a $200 gift card to the Holiday Station Store. Good luck from all of us at ERA Care Realty. We're about more than real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. Enter the gas and grocery grab on the contest page on sharedandmedia.com. Moss Holders wants to help increase your comfort in 2023. So right now, every mattress is on sale. Come try out a new Beautyrest Black Hybrid or a Serta Perfect Sleeper mattress. With 19 models to choose from, Moss Holders has a mattress to fit your body type and your budget. After selecting your favorite mattress, customize your comfort by choosing new pillows, sheets, or an adjustable base to raise your head and feet. Add more comfort to your life this new year with a new mattress from Moss Holders. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Tomorrow night, join the Wild Theater for a special musical collaboration unlike anything else. American Music Masters, Sam Bush, Mike Marshall, and Edgar Meyer get together with George Meyer on the Wild Stage. The amazing blend of bluegrass and mandolin sounds with classical violin will make an evening of acoustic music that's in a class of its own. Don't miss this incredible concert with Bush, Marshall, Meyer, and Meyer. One night only, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. at the Wild Theater. Get your tickets today at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. I'm Dr. Joshua Scott, general surgeon with the Bighorn Surgical Team at Sheridan Memorial Hospital. After surgery, we all want to get back on our feet, doing what we love as fast as possible. That's why we are so excited to have our state-of-the-art DaVinci Robotic Assisted Surgery System. The DaVinci Surgical System is designed to be one of the safest and least invasive options for surgery. Our highly trained team of surgeons is located right here in Sheridan, allowing you to remain close to family and friends during your recovery. If surgery is in your future, talk to your surgeon about robotic assisted surgery or go to SheridanRoboticSurgery.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Line on News Talk 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. We're also uh, streaming on YouTube and Facebook and all that fun stuff. 
You can join the conversation that way or give us a call. 674-4443-672-5763 are the numbers, and we do have a call waiting. Good morning. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Yeah, good morning, guys. Hey, I'm a little off subject, but <clears throat> we fly an American flag at our home proudly. And then it seems like you drive around and there's half a dozen of them flying at half mast. Nobody ever knows when, where, why, how. Is that something you folks could maybe pay attention to or figure out or let us dummies know? <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting you bring that up because I will. I'll drive by Perkins or whomever, and they're at yeah. half mast. There's and I'm the, like, uh, the Forest Service just up the road from us. Yeah. It was at half mast the other day. And. Half of the time, I don't know why, yeah. and I feel bad that I don't know why. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. One, That's my whole point. Yeah. You, know, you feel kind of like a dummy. Everybody or some of them are half mass, and here you are flying full. Right, right, yeah. right. And I think you can actually jump on State of Wyoming website. Nope, and not me. Aaron, isn't it up to – I've always pointed to governor. I, makes the call. That's exactly right, because there was that... For, the, uh, for your individual state, the governor will make a call. Right, so the state should provide that information, because mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, there was that incident where some guys went into the ice, and, and two of them drowned, and yes. one of them was former military, and they called for the flags to mm. be at half-mast f- until, I think, his service or something, but I think you can get that from the state. But I don't think they do a good enough job conveying that no. to the rest of the state. Agreed, and that's what I'm hoping you guys mm-hmm. will do, because I don't compute, so. Yeah. That oh, come a... on, you need to compute. <laughs> <laughs> you want, you want to hear it on the radio, then, whether you know what's okay. good, if there's a reason you, for it. You guys do enough of that, <laughs> playing on your phones all day. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it for you. Cause, yeah, because I'm, you know, I, I know that goofy newspaper ain't going to do it or wouldn't do it or whatever. But, yeah, if you guys could kind of get something figured out and maybe let us know in the mornings or something. That is a good suggestion. We it should, is. We should, uh, yeah. we should try to figure out how to do that. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate yeah. the call. Thank you, know, you very much. That's one of those tough calls, guys, because, you know, you could have, I, I guess, obviously, we could have something happen maybe in our town mm-hmm. where it might be appropriate. Right. 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 I was thinking, and I saw a thing earlier. It was that this week they 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 um, identified another lost World War II veteran from Glendive, Montana. Yeah, right. Now we had that what a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I think in that situation it would be appropriate in Sheridan, but right. then if you have uh, a death, say a statewide person, maybe it was a politician or whoever, we do it then. Mm-hmm. We had the young man that was killed in Afghanistan from Jackson, mm-hmm. and I think it. I think that it was half mass then, but I always, you know, the governor usually comes out and orders that to be done. Yeah, I think uh, as the caller suggested, we could probably come up yeah. with a way of including that in in morning newscasts, and you know, just say, hey, by the way, flags at half mass today because of right. Whatever and it I is. think it's one of those things we never thought about it. Yeah, I, I, I like the caller brought it up to my mm-hmm. attention, but I remember driving by. I would think it was the Forest Service earlier this week or last week, mm-hmm. and seeing it there and, mm-hmm. and wondering why it was. Maybe there's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, there's a there, well. Obviously, there's a reason. I'm sure right. there's a reason. It's not just the person just, forgot to go well, all the way up. Well, yeah. I kind of got tired putting <laughs> yeah. it up. My it's, arms are it's sore. It's time for my federally mandated break. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, I was halfway through exactly. raising the flag. Yeah. So th- maybe you know that that might be a question. That'd be kind of a cool question. Maybe to really ask the governor's office, mm-hmm. right? To say how could you know? Is there a way? I, mean, I know there's an easy way to do it. To, yeah. Yeah. To get that out there, but just assuming that it's at full mass, unless. 
there's a report unless that says you unless you not. hear otherwise yeah yes right. exactly exactly so and it's one of those things like you aaron i think you hit the nail on the head you're driving up down the street we have lots of people have flags whether they're businesses or uh maybe in your neighborhood or maybe you have one at your home right and you see a couple and a half mass and you're like uh okay what did i miss right or should i be or at should, half mass or, or should i go home and put mine that way right exactly uh, Tommy just handed some information to me. This is probably why I saw it uh, uh, the 22nd through the 26th. Uh, the president, Joe Biden, had ordered a half staff for the Monterey Park, California uh, uh, tragedy there. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. So that would make sense for that one. That's probably what I saw. Thank you, Tommy B. Mm-hmm. He's the guy with the info. I mean, is, is uh, much bad stuff that happens in the news cycle. Mm. You keep the flag at half staff. Well, honestly, that's the thing. I mean, I, that I, way I, I don't, I'm not being flippant about it either. Right. But, but, but there needs just, to be a judgment call there because yeah. it, there, there is a line where, you know, it, mass shootings happen fairly frequently in the U.S. And if you had mm-hmm. the, the flag at half staff every time one of those happened, look, you'd, every you'd never bring it up. Is, no. Look, every death is serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone passes away, you might not know that person like we do obituaries in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's not a segment. That was somebody's dad or mom or brother or relative. Mm-hmm. And that family's going through that. So that's a big thing to them. Yeah, you know, I think typically, that kind of thing. typically the line is, like you said, like somebody in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it has to be a, a certain prominence of yes. a person probably. Um, yeah, that, that would be a, a, that's a call I'm glad I don't have to make. Well, and it's difficult because there's federal, mm-hmm. there's state, there's mm-hmm. local. Like, yeah, where are you mm-hmm. pulling that Because I'm thinking from? it's, it's going to be, it's going to be president, governor, and then after that, Mayor, city council. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For a local You're, tragedy, the mayor could yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe a local yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 674-4443-672-5763. We have about uh, five minutes left. Uh, we've been talking primarily about running for local government. Um, Yay. <laughs> so do you think there's a shot next I, time I run? I think you've got to. I think you uh, have to. I think think you've already made your campaign statement practically. I don't. I've been, you know, (laughs) to to be honest with you, I've had people over the years say, you know, you should do that. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I just don't have. Hey, you got two years to build your war chest. No, and to to be honest with you, I just don't have the intestinal fortitude. I think that's it. I think. I I, I just love common sense. I want to be left alone. I want to live my life and I want everybody to do the same thing and stay out of my business. I don't want to get into your business. It would be interesting to see uh, of the 70% that said no, how many of them said no just because they don't want to deal with all the negative attention that they would get. Well, look at right. social media, how that's gotten. Mm-hmm. You know, when, before social media didn't have, I mean, it's it's brutal where you could have a city council meeting and the next day on social media, you got all these clowns out there just throwing bombs. Oh, not even the next day. At, it's, it's, it's happening. It's right at, mayors, <laughs> at mayors and just throwing bombs at people and, and making accusations that are just outlandish. Well, mm-hmm. I will tell you, I had not been on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, any of that. Good move. For the last four years. So I was going to say, Aaron, in other words, your advice to a candidate would be get rid of all your social oh, media. Oh, absolutely. Because I off. know former council people that it tore them up to yeah. the point that they went, yeah. I'm not doing this again. Well, it just gets, per, you know, the thing about it is it's one thing if, if people are going to, you know, I could call you, Aaron, and say, hey, look, you know, maybe criticize you a little bit. And you're going to be fine <laughs> with that. Yeah. But when you just get groups of people just blasting you for... You know, no reason at all. Otherwise, they can just do it because they found their voice on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, it, and that's the the crazy part is they'll do that. Yeah. But they will not walk up to oh, you on yeah. the street no. and say the same thing. Well, they no. can hide behind that that, right. that, mm-hmm. that that veneer of, you know, the Facebook anonymity that you can have. Mm-hmm. Even right. though you're supposed to have an actual identity, it's easy to hide behind yeah. false identities. We have another caller. Good morning. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. 
Yeah, I'm just wondering if you have a suggestion box for topics for Open Line Friday, and where will they find it? Uh, you could you could make a suggestion right now. We also do have a comment uh, section on the website. I'm not exactly sure where that is, but there is a comment section on there. But um, yeah, just make your suggestion right now. What are you What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking like <clears throat> a little bit uh, away from the government so much. A friend of mine was up elk hunting and uh, perished because he uh, had a series of problems occur. And I thought maybe if uh, something like that where it would be a local kind of thing where more people would, would call in maybe. You don't guys you guys don't get very many calls. Could you uh, do you want to send an email to the news department with uh, more details on that? Uh maybe can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz it sounds Kind of interesting. Yeah. It'd be interesting to maybe explore that a little bit more. Yeah, send an email to news at SheridanMedia.com, and we'll take a look at it. Thanks for the calls today, and thank you for joining us. We'll be back again Monday. This is the Jackson Electric Open Line on News Talk 930 KROE Sheridan. Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. You deserve to hear better and live well. Hi, this is Elizabeth. And JT Kraft from EBA Hearing and Sound. With recent developments in over-the-counter hearing aids, we want to make sure you are cared for and have the information you deserve. FDA-approved OTCs are designed for adults with mild to moderate hearing loss.